SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Work. Hour number two of our two-hour extravaganza. Yours truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. Busy second hour. We'll go over the things from yesterday. More importantly, we'll let you know what's going to happen later on tonight. We got some baseball stuff with a no-hitter. We got LeBron hitting a game-winning shot with a minute left, but his whining continues. We got overtime hockey in the NHL. We got the shots on goal winners. Uh, We got to check out our six club parlays. And, of course, opposite picks coming up in about a half hour or so, as we always have in hour number two. Here's truly sitting in, taking it right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. Let us hop right to it. We'll start in the NBA. Uh, Lakers uh, beat the Golden State Warriors 103-100, so they win. Don't cover. Game goes under. LeBron with a uh, three-pointer with about a minute left, 58 seconds uh, to be exact. That breaks a 100-all tie, giving uh, L.A. the lead. He had 22 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. Of course, afterwards, instead of just saying, yeah, it was a good shot, uh, he had to cry about Draymond Green poking a finger in his eye. He was talking about seeing three rims out there. You know, the dramatic queen that he is. You know, he just can't make a game-winning shot. It's got to be more than that with him. So he was whining, but it does uh, give them the victory because uh, the Warriors, in uh, their infinite wisdom, despite having Steph Curry with a monster game, 37 points, 6 of 9, three-pointer, down three. You'd think he'd get the basketball, right? Does he? No, uh, he doesn't take the last shot for them. Jordan Poole does. Uh, no good, and in essence, that was the last one. They did have one more opportunity with a couple of seconds left, but they threw the ball away in an inbounds pass, and that's it. Uh, Lakers win 103-100, so they advance on. They're the number seven seed. Uh, Golden State tomorrow will take on the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, who beat the uh, San Antonio last night, 104 to uh, 196. They win by four. Uh, push on that one. That game goes under as well. DeMar DeRozan, the GOAT again. Uh, his history in the NBA is going to be terrific regular season player, just awful in the postseason. And this will count as a postseason game in my eyes. 20 points, not too, too bad, but five of 21 shooting. Couldn't hit the broad side of the barn. If not bailed out by the referees where he got 10 of his uh, t- uh, 20 points on the free throw line, he, he would have had a really an ugly game. So they needed him to step up. He wasn't there. Spurs, listen, the Spurs aren't any good anyway. But, you know, they had a chance to win that game. They were going to halfway decent contest out of DeRozan. And they're walking the ball up the court the entire second half. I don't get it. They run. They run. They run some more. All regular season. And they get to the playoff or play-in game anyway, and and they walk the ball off the court. Go figure. Now, they were blown out by 19 after 138-19. to They did make a run second quarter, 17-0 spurt to get themselves back into it uh, by playing better basketball, better on defense. Maybe that was the key where, you know, the defense, you got to play better on defense, and that predicated them walking the ball up the court on offense. I, I don't know, but it was just strange to see. That should have been an over. I, you know, I knew that yesterday. I did that line had rat, you know what, written all over it, only 222. And lo and behold, you would have needed about four overtimes for that game to go over. Very strange. Uh, very, you know, just Memphis, not so much. 
But San Antonio especially, I gave you the numbers yesterday. Eight of the last 10 games, they've given up 120 points or more. And while most of those were losses, that, that that's how they played all year. So it, it was just strange to see last night the biggest game on their schedule, and there you go, something completely different. All right, opposite picks on this uh, Thursday morning. Here's truly Scott Wetzel sitting in, just getting underway, hour number two. Our poll question, as we had another baseball no-hitter last night, it's getting old, as the saying goes in sports. Baseball no-hitters, uh, Mr. Vegas giving uh, shots on goal winners in the NHL, uh, LeBron whining and the drama, and then uh, the proverbial other. So uh, get your vote in. We'll update that a couple times before we are through. Speaking of hockey, postseason last night, uh, another decent night for the favorites. Uh, favorite Boston Bruins win in overtime. Uh, Craig Smith, the game winner. Capitals turned the puck loud. Oh, awful play. They just gave the puck up behind their own net. Easy stuff in winner. Bruins win 3-2 over the Caps. Uh, you got the Hurricanes, our best play of the day, winning again 3-0 over Nashville. They take a 2-0 series lead there. Uh, that, that series is, is all but done. Uh, you got the Jets opening up their series with a win at Edmonton. Very surprised with that one. They score three in the third. They snap a 1-1 tie. They win 4-1. And uh, Colorado beats uh, St. Louis 6-3. Very surprised with that one. I'm not really, I, I shouldn't say very surprised. Uh, I, you know, I had a hunch, just playing a hunch. I thought St. Louis would play better. They were in the game in game one. Uh, they were in this game, too. It was 3-1 in the third, but... Um, it wasn't to be as Colorado's flexing its uh, strength there, and they win it 6-3, to three, so they take a 2 nothing series lead there. So we've got a bunch of 2 nothing series leads. Got a couple one or one ones, but you got the Hurricanes 2 uh, nothing. You got Tampa Bay 2 nothing. You got Colorado 2 nothing. So you got Pittsburgh 1-1 one, one with the Islanders. You got um, Bruins 2-1 with the Capitals. Capitals and Bruins have played three games. Montreal and Toronto haven't played any yet. Go figure. Very, very weird. And then baseball last night, you got a no-hitter. Again, no-hitter number six. We're less than two months into the season, and we have six no-hitters already. We've been down this road before. I'm not going to bore you with it again. It is what it is. It's baseball 2021. You know, uh, basketball 2021 is, you know, high-scoring games and, you know, uh, guys taking off. Baseball 2021, no hitting. It's as simple as that. So six no hitters. Corey Kluber walks one, shuts out Texas two nothing, and we're, we're one away from having the most no hitters in uh, an entire season. Remarkable. All right, hour number two, just getting into it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Capitals clear the puck out. And then Miller fires right back down. Dolson hesitation allowing Smith to take the puck and he scores! You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. 
Yeah, Bruins win 3-2. Craig Smith with the game winner as the Caps give up the puck uh, inside their own end like that. A nice, easy win in double overtime. Had someone ask on our uh, YouTube chat if uh, shots on goal count in overtime. Absolutely. I mean, why wouldn't they? It's, you know, points count in the NBA in overtime, so I don't know why you would think shots on goal would not count in overtime. Uh, you know, there, there's no specification, you know, regular, you know, uh, play over. No, no, it, it's it definitely, you know, just like goals count, just like as it points count in the NBA in overtime, uh, touchdowns count. It's not like a, uh, you know, a shootout goal where that wouldn't count. That That's a good question you could have. You know, do shootout shots count? And the answer is no, they don't count as shots. So... Uh, and they don't count as saves either. So it is what it is, uh, you know, from that standpoint. But the overtime in the NHL postseason, there are, there are no shootouts. Uh, it's just straight play until someone scores. So, yes, they definitely count. So how did we do yesterday? Well, to recap, we went 4-1-1 one, and one on Monday, shots on goal. Uh, by the way, NBC TV there, Kenny Albert with the call. Uh, we went 5-1-1 one, and one on Tuesday, bringing our shots on goal props to 9-2-2. Two, and two. After two days of doing it. So last night we had Ovechkin three and a half, which is where I think uh, his question may have come from because he only had three at the end of regulation, but he got one in the first overtime or the second overtime. Um, one of the two, but he ended up with four winner, winner, chicken dinner. Thank you very much. FanDuel for making him three and a half, not four. Like he should be uh, Pasternak for Boston. His over under was three and a half. Uh, he had nine, nine shots on goal. So, yeah, I think we won that bet. Bergeron over under three. He had seven. We won that one. Dopey Taylor Hall, who actually scored a goal last night, only had two shots on goal. Game goes to double overtime. Two and a half was his total. We can't get that third shot on goal. That's the one that really kind of is painful. So lost on that one. Carolina, Dougie Hamilton. Uh, he owed us. He only had three in game one. Six shots on goal last night with an over-under of three. Easy winner. Connor McDavid. You know, if, if not for Taylor Hall because he only needed three, and he scored a goal early to give him one. Uh, all we needed was basically, you know, not basically, we all. We only needed two. He scored in the first period, and all we needed were two more shots the rest of the way. Oh, that's that one really sucks. Anyway, uh, Connor McDavid, three and a half. This guy averages four and a half shots on goal. He had two last night in their loss. You know, if they lose this series, him and Austin Matthews both, I've had it up to here with both of them. You know what? All this praise in a regular season, and he failed to show last night. You may not score. You got to get more than two shots on goal at home to open up your series. So that was a loser. Kyle Connor for Winnipeg, who beat Edmonton and McDavid four to one. Uh, two and a half. He had three. Cha-ching, cha-ching. That was the winner. And then uh, our guy, uh, Nazim Kadre, getting kicked out of the game early in the third period uh, with two shots on goal, needing again just one more. That was a loser. So we really got screwed. McDavid, okay, didn't come to play. Taylor Hall, gee, we should have had that one in the bag in the second period. Cadre, if it doesn't get himself kicked out, that's a winner. But despite all the bad luck, we still went 5-3 and 5-3. Ovechkin, one winner. Pasternak, 
two winner, Bergeron three winner, Hamilton four winner, uh, Connor five winner, and then we lost with Hall, uh, McDavid, and Cadre. So five and three. Not bad. I'll take it. You know, we got a little spoiled there with four one and one and five one and one, but two games over 500. Uh, the losers uh, weren't pay- playing uh, Monster Vigs, so we're now 14 5 and 2 with our shots on goal. Where are we going today, you ask? Well, let me just double check on FanDuel because one of our more popular ones uh, should be back on the ice tonight in a desperate situation. So this is one going to be one of our uh, better, better plays. Let's uh, go to FanDuel. Went to the wrong website there. Went to Patreon uh, where you listen to the podcast. Uh, let us see. Let us see. Let us see. We're looking for Alexander Barkov. This guy is a shot machine. He may not score that much, but that's okay. Uh, but he is a shot machine. Now he's been at uh, three. He averages four and a half. Let's see where FanDuel has him today. Let's see. Barkov, Alexander Barkov. He is at three plus 108. Oh, brother. There's no way this guy's not getting four shots on goal. No way. His team is down two games to none. This is like the uh, Ovechkin one from the other day, you know, where they was down one zip and they had him over under shots on goal two and a half as uh, the leader of the team. You know, I won't put Barkov in that same category as the leader of the team. But again, in the regular season, this guy was, uh, you know, a, a shots on goal machine. He led the team with 176 shots on goal right, in, uh, in 50 games. So he's averaging not quite four, but he's averaging three and a half shots on goal. Next nearest guy uh, was uh, is Vetrano, who's on the second line of center, with 158. So he's almost 20, and uh, he played uh, six more games than, than Barkov. So he, you know, he averages three and a half. He's one of their main scorers. Uh, he led the team in goals with 26. His team is down two games to none. They're on the road. If he doesn't get at least three for that push, I, I would be shocked. So, boy, I love him. Uh, he had five shots on goal in uh, the previous game, and then he had, what, four in the game before that. So he's hit both his overs. So it's not like he's playing poorly. So I don't expect that to change. What do you have in game number one? He had, uh, yeah, five. Five and five. So he's had ten shots on goal. It, and that's the beauty of these shots on goal, right? He had five shots on goal last game. He had five shots on goal the game before that. He averages, you know, three and a half shots on goal. So what does FanDuel have the line at? Three. Three plus 108. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. The, the Their lines on shots on goal are so off, it's comical, man. If you bet real money on this stuff, follow yours truly, Mr. Vegas. We'll lead you to the promised land. So over three. Uh, Hornquist who had only two the previous game. Let's see if they lowered his uh, line down to two and a half. Uh, I'm still tempted to go with him, but um, I would like it at two and a half, and I don't want to give up a winner on uh, Barkov on Hornquist. What do they have him at? Uh, two and a half. All right, I'll play the two and a half with him, then over uh, over Hornquist. 
Uh, let me put down two and a half there so we don't forget because that did get lowered. Minus 130, though. But that's okay. I don't mind laying the big. Uh, Crosby, uh, we're going to go right back on Sid the Kid. It's, uh, you know, let's make sure he's at, at two and a half. Maybe they bumped him up. But 1-1, one, one, series on the line. Um, not necessarily series on the line, but, you know, there's a key game uh, being up 2-1 versus being down 2-1. He's the main guy, obviously. Uh, rush shot on goal is a two and a half, and they don't. Uh, uh, FanDuel is uh, screwing around here a little bit. I don't see, for some reason, Crosby shots on goal. Now it's been two and a half the first two games. Uh, they got everyone but the Crosby, so uh, hopefully they add him. But they got Crosby power play points, so it's not like they don't think he's going to play. So we're going to go over Crosby two and a half as well. Uh, Minnesota Kevin Fiala two and a half. He had eight shots on goal in uh, the last game. We're going to go over him as well. March assault for Las Vegas. We're going to go over three. Uh, Shea Theodore, two and a half. We're going to go over him again. Austin Matthews. I got to check Matthews' numbers. His might be a little too high. We'll let you know when we come back. Opposite picks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We've had to do it the last 20 games. It is a win-or-go-home scenario, but we had a high confidence and put together a string of wins and then, you know, had a tough loss and had to bounce back. So we've we've been there. We're obviously very familiar with Memphis, understanding what it's going to take to, to beat those guys again. Uh, it's nice to be at home in front of our fans, take advantage of the moment, and just have fun with it. Don't put too much pressure on yourself thinking you've got to be perfect. you got to make every shot. you got to choreograph what you're doing with the ball every possession. You know, they're going to score. It's going to happen. It's going to be ebbs and flows. But we're a good team right now that knows how to compete and carry that same identity into into Friday. Come out swinging. Steph Curry there after last night's loss to the Lakers. So they do. They get the, uh, you know, Memphis Grizz uh, to be the number eight seed in the Western Conference, which, again, knowing that Utah is the number one seed, no offense against Utah, but if it was the Lakers or the Clippers, maybe, uh, maybe even a healthy Denver team, they they might be just like, yeah, let's just go home early. But knowing it's the, uh, the Jazz who – I uh, have something to prove this postseason. People aren't buying into them. That uh, gives them a little bit of hope uh, if they do win that game, So, which is tomorrow night. We got Washington and Indiana. I'll get to all the lines here uh, in a little bit. Phone calls as well, 844-843-6879. Let me just finish up our props in the NHL. So 5-3 and three last night, 14-5-2 and two over the last three days uh, since we started doing this. So tonight we're going to go with Barkov over three. Hornquist over two and a half for Florida. We're going to go over two and a half Crosby. I'm assuming uh, FanDuel will put up a Crosby line. For some reason, they, they, they forgot him, but it's been two and a half the first two games, so I'm assuming it's going to be two and a half again. And uh, we'll go over Brian Rust as well, two and a half. He, he's been good to us all year. He's hit a couple of times, so we'll, we'll go back to him. Why not? 
Toffoli, uh, uh, Tyler Toffoli from Montreal as they open up their series against Toronto. We'll go over him. Uh, Austin Matthews is at four, which I generally don't do except with a couple of guys. Um, I'll, I'll do it with uh, Barkov. I'll do it with Ovechkin. Uh, and I will do it with Austin Matthews. He averaged four and a half, and they have it at four. And in the uh, nine games that they played Montreal, he went over seven of the – well, he had four or more seven of the nine games. Only two games did he not have at least four shots on goal. So I'm expecting the same. I think he's going to get at least four here, and chances are he'll get five like he got. I think it's five out of those uh, nine. Uh, we're going to go over two and a half, Kevin Fiala. Uh, he was a big winner for us. And then we're going to go over Marchesol for Las Vegas, three, and Theodore, uh, two and a half for Vegas as well. So what do we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine plays tonight after having eight last night. So cha-ching, cha-ching. If, if you want just one, it would be Barkov. Uh, he, he's a shot machine. His team is down two games to none. Well, we'll put this in our pyramid plays here in a little bit, but he, he would be the one if you're only going to play one to tell you the truth. So, all right, now, 844-843-6879. We'll get to the pyramid plays. We got opposite picks coming up as well, and we'll check out the baseball plays from yesterday. First up, uh, let's go to the phones with our good buddy. Let's try. Cross your fingers. Andy in San Antonio. What's up, Andy? How are you today, bud? My man, Scotty. How you doing, bro? Not bad. Not bad. How are you? Man, doing all right. Doing all right. Man, Scotty, I told you, I told you, I told you. The Spurs had no business being in this playing game. You know, only reason they got in this playing game is because Sacramento lost the last four games. And then they said that, you know, because they had been horrible all year round. I, I hate to say it. I love them. They're my Spurs. They're, they're nothing but a bunch of guys. You know, do I like what Vassal brought to the, to the table this year? Yeah. Do I like Kelvin Johnson from Dillard? Yeah. But they need, they need a guy, and they ain't got a guy. And then, like, yesterday I was sitting there listening to you talking about the going, you know, talking about the over-under over 222, and I just cringed. I said, you know, yeah, they, they can't stop a nosebleed all year. And you watch this game. They're going to sit there and play like they're in the 1980s. Sure enough, look at what they did. Set there nothing close to getting to over 222. You know, I don't know. I think they're horrible. They, they're horrible. First time ever back-to-back in the playoffs, ever. In their 35 years. Crazy. Crazy. That's amazing. What can, can, can somebody sit there and say, hey, maybe time for Pop to step down? He, I mean... Maybe so. Now, I think it's a more of a bros and Joey kind of thing instead of a pop thing. I don't think pop has automatically lost his fastball. But something took the thing with Tim Duncan left. Pop did too. Yeah. I don't think he cares anymore, Andy. You know, you, you watch their games on the side. Even yesterday, you know, it's just – He's just, he didn't show any emotion. He, you know, he's got that goofy mullet or whatever that is with his hair. What, what is that? I mean, yeah, you hate to say this, but, you know, I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, and I'm not meaning it to be any, you know, but it just, it just seems to be this is the case. Since his wife passed away a couple of years ago, he just has not seemed the same. And I, I don't know if the drive, he gets older. You know, he realizes the team is not a championship team. 
So, you know, he used to be on the sideline, even with those championship teams, you know, you know, he'd be yelling and screaming a little bit. He'd be getting in guys' faces, you know, he'd be yelling at Tony Parker all the time, my guy Tony, right? I mean, he doesn't do any of that anymore. He's just there. And, and, and even after the game, he seemed very congratulatory for, you know, Memphis, which is fine, you know, he's, but I don't know. I, I just, it seems like he's accepting losing a little too much at this point. And then you're right. They lost 10 of their last 12 heading into this uh, game. I'm surprised they only lost by four, to tell you the truth. Well, you're exactly right. That is not wrong for you to say you're exactly right. The combination of his wife passing away and Tim Duncan leaving, he don't care. He's going through the motions. I guarantee you that if it wasn't for Kawhi doing what Kawhi did and forcing his way out, it's been gone already. It was out two seasons ago. It was handed off to Becky, handed off to that that guy from overseas, whatever it's called, that ended up leaving because he didn't think his pop was ever going to leave. It was handed off to somebody, or by somebody was coaching him, somebody. But with Kawhi leaving like he did, he didn't. He felt obligated to try to pass it off to somebody who was a good notion, and it ain't done nothing but work, you know. So it. I don't know. I mean, like, I, they had no business in the playing game, no business in the playoff. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I think they had better odds. Yeah, better odds last night for my wife because we had a decent build than the Spurs winning last night. <laughs> I mean, oh man. I'll tell you this. That I'll is, tell you this, Andy. Think about think about this. Think about this real quickly. Um, I wonder if he realizes his team is so bad. Like, I am a firm believer that he's going to hand this team off to Becky Hammond. I, I think he really does want to do that. I don't think he's got any qualms about doing that. But I don't think he wants to hand her a bad team. You know, I think he wants to be able to hand her a team that she's got a fighting chance so she could survive and do well, not a team that stinks. And not that they were awful, awful this year, but I wonder if he just said, boy, I hand her a last-place team or a team that's on the decline and she gets a club and does even worse next year, like it might do, that then it might be one year and out for, for Becky, you know? Agreed, agreed. Yeah, she, he's exactly right. She, he wants to handle something, a winning product, something where she has a chance with. And I don't, yeah. I just, I don't see it. I don't see these guys. I don't see none of these guys. Like I said, they're just, they're just, guys. They're just average guys. I hope Basil improves. I hope Kevin Johnson. I don't see that dog in love. You know, don't you? He was, was he a calm man or not, but he, he was a dog. Money Jumpley, he was a dog. Tony Parker, he was a dog. You don't see that in none of these guys. DeRozan's going to leave. I mean, they're not going to, I mean, DeRozan, he wants to leave. And I know we sit there and hear all these guys talking about how bad, you know, they, they screwed up giving DeMar DeRozan and they should have went for the Lakers trade. Well, number one, there's certain things I think they should have too, but there's certain things that you can't sell to your fan base. And, and trading with the Lakers for all those picks wasn't going to happen. wasn't realistic. They're not going to do that. Bad situation. You might as well expose my Lord and Georgia five championships because it could be a long, long time before we sniff a championship. Get ready yeah. for it. It's just getting started. <laughs> Have a good one, Scotty. Uh, you too, Andy. Appreciate it. Now, uh, and uh, you know, think about this. Uh, DeRozan, last year of his contract. Aldridge, last year of his contract, obviously gone. Rudy Gay, last year of his contract. Patty Mills, last year of his contract. Trey Lyles, last year of his contract. I mean, they, they, they you talk about just re, having to reload next year. You got DeJounte Murray. Uh, you got the Vassal kid. Uh, you got Derek White, who, who they just re-signed. He's getting a monster deal. 
And that's basically it. I mean, they are starting from scratch unless they think some of these guys, as he mentioned, Kelvin Johnson and maybe Trey Jones can emerge as players. But, boy, I, I do think that's it playing a role in maybe him hanging around that he doesn't want to hand it. He wants her to be successful. No two ways about it. And she will be. I, I would be shocked if she was the, not uh, if she was not the next head coach of the San Antonio Spurs. But you don't want to hand her a dog team. She'll be run out of town after two years. And, and you're handing her, you know, in a lot of ways, this would have been the year to do it because it's a bunch of veteran guys that might respect her. I, I think the veterans would respect her a heck of a lot more than you know, kids coming out of college, you know, 19, 21, 23-year-old kids. And you're like, we're listening to a PD man. What, are you kidding me? You know, they never heard of her. You know, at least the older guys maybe heard of her and appreciated her, her background. Um, but that that is that is a sinking ship in San Antonio. At 10 of the last 12. It's amazing they, uh, they, they, you know, they didn't get the cover, but they did get the push. Uh, I, I don't even think they would get that, to tell you the truth. So, yeah, and I did think the game was going to go over. All right, our pyramid plays from yesterday. Uh, over 222 San Antonio, that was the loser. Carolina hockey, winner. Ovechkin props, winner. Uh, Cardinals baseball, winner. Connecticut Sun, winner, winner. We are 5-0 and with our WNBA picks. How about that? And then uh, Carolina winner. Opposite picks, playing only one. Opposite picks, coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Music means time to take out your pad and pencils and get set for the fastest and more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, opposite picks. What are opposite picks, you newbies ask? Well, we give you five, six, sometimes seven games a night, five, six, seven thousand reasons why we like one team and then go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, systems, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas and FanDuel. Proved it again last night with another nice 4-2 and two night, bringing our overall record to 254 up, 239 down with three pushes over the course of the year. So here we go. Six pack of games for us tonight. We're going to start in the NBA with the lone game. Washington laying three versus Indiana. Pacers, much better team on the road this year as this game is than at home for some strange reason. 21-15 and 15 on the road. Uh, but I'm still going to grab the Wiz here, who didn't put out much of an effort against the Boston Celtics on Tuesday. They wanted the Pacers. They got the Pacers. Expect a much better effort out of Westbrook, who didn't even get a triple-double to get those in his sleep. Meanwhile, the Pacers couldn't play any better than what they did on Tuesday, right? And I love, 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 love going against mediocre teams like Indiana who played great their last game. They can't duplicate that kind of success. Nobody beats the Wiz in Washington. Love Washington. Give me Indiana plus the three. 
Pick number two, we're going to go to the ice. Tampa Bay laying a buck 45 versus Florida. Uh, time to accept the feet on the Florida Panthers, who were dogs to start the series, and uh, they played like it in the series. They lost the first two games at home, which makes you realize that this series is over. What makes you think they're capable of winning at Tampa Bay? They were badly outplayed in game two. Uh, they don't know who's in goal. Uh, they're a lost cause after just two games. Lightning have all their stars back, and they're showing why they won the cup last year. This line is suspiciously low, but you know what? I'm going to grab it. I, I think Tampa Bay wins this one 3-1 to one and really takes a stranglehold on this series. Give me Florida plus the 125. Pick number three, Montreal plus 180 at Toronto. Wow, that's a big line. There is a ton of pressure on the Maple Leafs, who are the uh, New York Stankies of Canada. Yes, there is Montreal, but it's Toronto that has all the pressure on them since they've lost in the first round in their last four Stanley Cup playoff seasons, despite having, you know, realistic hopes of maybe winning the Cup. I mean, think about the Stankies, LeBron, Tiger Woods and the Dookie Pukies all rolled into one. That's the pressure that is on the Maple Leafs every postseason. And until Austin Matthews and company show they can handle postseason pressure, uh, in the words of Colonel Jessup, uh, by the way, how is Colonel spent C-O-L, spelled C-O-L-O-N-E-L? How does that say Colonel? Anyway, I digress. Uh, in the words of uh, Colonel Colonial Jessup, uh, Maple Leaf fans, you can't handle the truth. Truth is, your team chokes come playoff time. Love Montreal getting plus 180. Give me Toronto minus the two to one. Pick number four on the ice as well. Minnesota Pickham versus Las Vegas. Yep, initial reaction is I can get the number one seed in the NHL at Pickham in a postseason game. Let's grab them, right? Wrong. That's exactly what the boys in Vegas want you to think and do. They're begging you to take Las Vegas here. Don't. Wild 7-4 versus Vegas this season, including 1-1 one one in this series. They're also one of the best home teams in the league, going 21-7 at home this year. They can not only win this game, they can win this series. I'm going to grab them at Pick'em at home. Yeah, give me Las Vegas at Pick'em. All right, pick number five, final one. We got a five-pack, not six. Dodgers laying a run and a half versus Arizona. Ah, the Dodgers are back, my friends. At the start of the season, 11-2, they then went 4-14, but now they're back on the good side of living, winning 7-8, of eight, including three in a row against Arizona in this series. They're going for the sweep today. Trevor Bowers on the hill for L.A. Diamondbacks countered with some stiff Riley Smith, who's 1-3 with an ERA literally near 7. He gave up eight runs in his last outing uh, to light-hitting Washington. Imagine what the Dodgers will put up on him today. Also, while L.A. did go through a struggle, most of that came on the road. They still have the third-best home record in baseball at now 12-4 after last night's win. Love L.A. Give me Arizona plus the one and a half runs. All right, our five Packer winners uh, for you. NBA, Indiana plus three against Washington. On the ice, Florida plus 125 at Tampa Bay. Montreal minus two to one. Excuse me, Toronto. Uh, Toronto minus two to one against Montreal. Las Vegas pick them at Minnesota. And uh, give me Arizona, the Diamondbacks, plus one and a half runs against the L.A. Dodgers. Opposite picks on this uh, Thursday, May 20th.
tonight on the website. It will go uh, basically right after the show, along with all the other things that we'd like to do. Yeah, yesterday, uh, not a bad uh, four, one, and one, actually. We shortchanged ourselves, not four and two. Uh, we got the push with San Antonio plus the four. Uh, Golden State plus five was the winner. Uh, Bruins minus 170 winner. Winnipeg plus 140 winner. Colorado uh, minus 320, or even if you laid the goal and a half, winner as they won six to three. And uh, the only loser was uh, Nashville plus 165, as I did love Ca- Carolina minus the 185 yesterday. So four and one for the week. We are 10, six and one uh, winners with a couple of uh, underdog as winners, but we'll it'll all even itself out. So I, I, I don't, unless it's like if I lost with Colorado, I would count that as a couple of losses. Uh, laying that kind of wood, but otherwise it, it tends to even itself out. So uh, nice uh, four one and one day. All right, our pyramid plays uh, back to that here for a sec. Uh, we started out with uh, over the two twenty two San Antonio Memphis. That was a loser. We didn't have an NBA prop yesterday. Hockey, we had Carolina winner over a Vetchkin three and a half shots on goal winner. Baseball, we had the Cardinals. Uh, that was a nice winner over Pittsburgh. Uh, WNBA, yeah, we had the, the Connecticut Sun. They won by 19. They covered the spread. We are 5-0 and with our WNBA picks. I just wish they would come out. Can, can they come out for the National Anthem? You know, I, I thought, you know, the nation has kind of passed the National Anthem thing, Connecticut and WNBA. Uh, I don't know if you realize this, but, you know, even Colin Kaepernick at this point would stand for the National Anthem, okay? That, that, is, we, we, that ship has sailed. We're, we're done with that. They're on the bigger and better things, right? It's only the dopey WNBA that's still not standing for the National Anthem. Or actually, they're not coming out. They're staying in the locker room, which I guess is better than kneeling. But it just, you know, you're a dopey sport. Nobody cares about it except me. You know, can you just kind of fall in line a little bit? Just just a little. Ugh, brother. Anyway, uh, we did win, and that's all that matters. 5-0. and oh. And then uh, I said, if you're only playing one, take uh, the uh, Hurricanes. Uh, as they were going to beat Nashville, and they did. So that was a winner. Cha-ching, cha-ching. So NBA play of the day, we're 30 and 21. Uh, NHL play of the day, we're 32 and 22 uh, for a plus 225. Our props uh, were 28 and 15 for a plus 1,160. Baseball play of the day, we're 21 and 15 for a plus 135. WNBA, we're 5 and 0. And then if you're playing only one, while we are 31 and 22, we had a couple of Westbrook monster losers in there, so we're still under the Mendoza line of minus 335. So Westbrook today, you know, uh, what are we going to do today? You ask. Well, uh, NBA, the one play we're going to go watch. You know, let me. Uh, I think I'm going to change that. Um, what's the over under? What does FanDuel have the over under posted? I know it was like 238. It was a monster number. Um, 237. Yeah, the one game that went over was that Indiana game. You know what? This game is going to sail over. Forget about Washington, Indiana. Uh, I, I do think Washington's going to win, but we're going to go over 237. Uh, over 237, Wash, Indy. It's a lot of points, but uh, if you've watched Indiana play basketball over the last uh, really three weeks, outside of a couple of strange games, the games have gone way, way over. So I don't think Washington's going to slow it down. So uh, we're going to go over 237 as the best NBA play. Props, I was going to take Westbrook uh, triple-double, but FanDuel's got it at minus 550. I'm not going to make that mistake again. Our luck, he'll get injured. So uh, we're going to go over Westbrook points, rebounds, and assists instead at 52.5. That's a lot. That is, but... 
I think he's going to get the triple double. I'm just not willing to lay the, uh, you know, that that kind of wood. So I'll just take his uh, points, uh, assists, and uh, rebound total over 52 and a half. NHL best play on the board. Uh, I, I think Tampa Bay is going to close out. Well, not close out, but I, I think they're going to beat Florida. Uh, laying only a buck 45. I Florida losing two at home. It's the NHL. Anything can happen, but uh, I'll grab Tampa Bay minus the 145. Uh, our best prop, got a bunch of them there, but we're going to go with, uh, you know, uh, at, at Barkoff uh, at three. Guy averages almost four. You're getting plus 108 on FanDuel. Uh, the prop number is three. His team is down two games to none. He's got to come out desperate and, and just be flying. So give me give me over three Barkov with the Florida Panthers. Baseball best play, Dodgers minus one and a half runs against Arizona. WNBA, FanDuel doesn't have the line out, but it should be right around 160 or so. We're going to go over Seattle, Minnesota. That's the only game on the board. And then if you're only going to play one, I'd, I you know what? I'd go with the Dodgers, believe it or not. Even minus the one and a half runs. They're playing great. Arizona stinks. Powers on the hill. You know, uh, Diamondbacks are throwing a stiff. There's really no reason for, you know, L.A. uh, to not win this one by two runs. So give me the Dodgers laying the run and a half. Our six-club parlay, you know, we hit with St. Louis. We were 3-0, and that Memphis game over just killed us. Rats. So... We gave up uh, our number 24, and then we put the Wetzel Black Cloud on the Washington Capitals. That was a loser on parlay number 25. So uh, we dropped two bills from our total. So we're 3-22 and 22 with uh, a total of $3,446 or $42. So we're still, you know, way over the Mendoza line, but we gave it back. Where are we going to go today, you ask? Well, we're going to take the Dodgers. Not going to lay the run and a half. You know, it's a six-teamer, so there's no real reason to take any chance having to win by two runs. So the Dodger regular line, it's a big number with Bauer there. FanDuel doesn't have it posted again for some reason, uh, but all the other sites do. So it figures to be – let me go to some of the other – maybe they don't. Um, Let me just check this one other site that I'd like to, to look at as far as a reference goes. Uh, Baseball. It was a late game last night, so sometimes those late games don't get their lines posted until uh, later on. Yeah, there is no uh, line on that one. So um, it, it's got to be around 240, I, I would think. So put the Dodgers in. Whatever it ends up being, uh, we'll count that. Dodgers uh, laying to 240. And uh, are we going to start a second one? Well, why not? We'll start a second one, right? Uh, where are we going to go second one, Scott? Well, we'd like to pick an underdog. Uh, if we can. So let's go to the NHL where we had some success picking dogs. Like Florida? No. Islanders, Pittsburgh, mm, uh, Montreal, Toronto. Could we go crazy there? You know what? I'll take the pen. You want to give me the pens plus odds? We'll take Pittsburgh plus 105 uh, as our second team, uh, our second parlay there. So we got two starting tonight. How about that? All right, we'll take a break, wrap up shop with some baseball winners. And we'll update the poll question next. Opposite Pick Sports Good Radio, Sirius XM 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
All right, poll question time. Little update. First, yesterday, Puckheads, who had a bigger impact or who's had a bigger impact with their new teams? Taylor Hall with the Boston Bruins, who scored last night, getting uh, 32.8% of the vote, was our winner over Jeff Carter, Kyle Palmieri, and uh, who cares? So Taylor Hall actually beating out who cares. So this morning we put out there, uh, it's getting old in sports with another no-hitter last night. Who cares, right? Uh, baseball no hitters. LeBron James whining and with his drama, and then uh, Mr. Vegas with shot on goal winners, which really never gets old. So that is appropriately coming in last place. LeBron whining and drama, seventy-seven plus percent of the vote uh, leading the way. Uh, good call. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, Perez tweets in mainly anything that has to do with basketball. LeBron, Curry, Blank getting old. Uh, Bobby tweets in LeBron whining got old about 16 years ago. Yep. And then Andy said, I told you so. I told you so. I told you so about the Spurs losing last night. Yep. You did. Uh, you definitely did. So go to your opposite picks feed, get your vote in and we'll update that to tomorrow morning before we are through. Uh, so we got our plays in the NHL and in the NBA baseball yesterday. Uh, we hit with San Fran and Washington, lost with the Mets, so we improved to 2-1 and one with our series plays up to now set plus 730. Uh, lost with the Rangers, lost with the Blue Jays, one with Miami, one with Kansas City, and KC was a nice big fat plus 170 dog. Uh, so we continue to play those teams today, although KC is off, so we're going to play San Fran and Washington against the Cubs and uh uh, Reds, and then Texas, Toronto, and then Miami against Philadelphia one more time as that series comes to a close. A lot, a lot, a lot of afternoon baseball this afternoon. So uh, it is about 4 or 5, 1 o'clock uh, local time game. So most of the action getaway day uh, for this Thursday. So be careful if you want to play something this afternoon. Uh, other than that, have yourselves a great rest of your Thursday. We'll be back here tomorrow, Lord willing. Go to the website, opsofix.com. Check out the podcast. And hopefully your bets all come through. Enjoy your day. Uh, Scott Wetzel, Sirius XM, Channel 204, Sports Group Radio. Non-stop live eyes, lines, matchups, injury report. And-